Hey, 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 I hope everyone is good. I hope everyone is great. I want to share with you something that happened to me um, about two weeks ago, and um, it's a deep, deep story. If you have been tuning into the podcast, you know, I got personal on some of my episodes and I shared um, about the relationship between me and my mother. And I also talked about um, adoption. About two weeks ago, I was sitting on my couch and I was reading over um, some information for a class. The room was dark and the only light I had was from my laptop. It was illuminating on my face, so of course I could read and all of a sudden I felt like something whizzed by my face and I thought it was a fly, so I went to SWAT and I ended up scratching the tip of my nose. So I started looking around, even picked up my laptop so that I could move the monitor light so that I could see what it was. And then I finally got up and turned on the light and looked all around, didn't see anything. As soon as I sat down, there was a feather sitting on my right side. I picked the feather up and I'm, I'm looking at it and um, it, it was perplexing to me because I don't have um, anything that has feathers, no pillow, no cover, no nothing. And so it's like, this is random. It was a, a white feather. And then in an instant, I recalled my brother telling me about the experience that he had a month after my mother passed away and he lives in my, my parents' house. And he woke up one morning and there was feathers all over the yard. And him and my sister-in-law were telling the story and she was just saying it looked like at least a hundred birds got into a fight and feathers were just strewn over the yard and they were different colors. And I just, as they're telling me this story, I knew, you know, they were being truthful. And one thing about my brother is like, he's a realist. So I think for him, that caught him off guard and it made him um, a believer in, in deep thinking and deep thought. And um, so immediately I recalled that story and I began to cry. And the tears came because also in that same time frame, a month after my mother passed away, my brother told me that my mom came to him in a dream and said that everything was going to be okay and she was fine and don't worry anymore. But I also knew the relationship that my brother and my mother had, which was a very close one, and my mother and I did not have a close one. So I knew in some terms that she would come to my brother first, but I did feel some type of way because he was sharing this happy moment with me and I couldn't share in that moment. But I also knew that my heart was guarded and I was still hurt from the way in which our relationship was right up until the end when my mother passed away. As I was holding the feather and, and crying, I decided to put that feather into my notebook in which I do my writings. Um, I didn't want to lose it, so I immediately put it between the pages and I began to write. And what I wrote about was the recalling of how some of our life occurrences and events causes us to behave, act, show up in different ways. And I think what's more interesting is while I am studying about mental health and the brain and the body and how we deal with trauma, each and every one of us, 
I recognized that in myself, I was holding myself back from love and connection with people because the way in which I regarded people was that they would damage, that if I got close to them, that they would break my heart. I always held this, um, this notion that women in my life decided to kind of throw me away. My biological mother gave me up and then my mother, adopted mother, we had contention. She said some things, she did some things. We separated for a long while. Um, and I didn't trust that the love that she had for me was a love that could show up honorably. I held a lot of grudges against the way that she showed up because I didn't understand. I didn't understand where my mother was coming from mentally and I didn't understand why it was that she showed up the way that she did. Also because I had examples of my mother in the feminine form, I thought that women eventually would end up that way even though I didn't feel that I could be so callous or so mean or that I could be reserved in my emotions I thought that every woman would be the same that's the reason why for me journey along in my teenage years and early adulthood I didn't get close to people and I almost had that as like a badge of honor because I don't want to I don't want to know anything about you and I don't want you to know anything about me so for whatever reason like that was honorable for me but as I was thinking and writing I realized that what I was doing was restricting people from having access to me in vulnerable spaces and parts in which could have helped me I recall many times um, female friends who would talk to me. You know, it's funny, <laughs> I'm thinking now, it's funny that um, in every capacity, in every friendship, in every connection, I was always like the uh, <laughs> therapist in a sense, right? Uh, one thing about me that I know, and all of my friends would say is, you're so non-judgmental. I feel like I could tell you anything. But on the other end of that, while they were telling me and I was keeping secrets and um, offering them words if they needed it, uh, many of them would say, you know, I don't know much about you other than what's on the surface. And I wouldn't crack open to tell anything because why? But I also know that there was fear that if I did open up, that parts of me would be exposed and that my friends would look at me differently and knowing that I really didn't have the capacity to like people back. <laughs> the same way that they understood how friendship work for them. And I know that sounds silly, but follow me for a minute. Many times in friendships, people would come close and wanna hang out and wanna do things. And I didn't want to because I felt like if you got to know me and I got to know you, then I would like you as a friend and then you would break my heart. Then you would do something that would break and, and, and hurt me. And I knew and I know that for myself, I'm a very sensitive being, right? And so I couldn't take that anymore. There were many times too, there were like friend groups who wanted to invite me in and I was like, uh-uh. They really thought I was strange. I, I, can't, I can't knock them for feeling that way. 
I don't feel that I showed up a certain type of way, but I do understand now that it was greatly strange. I remember the moment when I realized that everyone isn't the same, that many people have qualities that foster our growth, that foster our lives, and that complement who we are as people. And I can definitely say in my now, especially in my 30s where I have um, cohesively understood friendship and the goodness of it, that I have seen so much fruit from just opening up. I have seen some bad. (laughs) I have experienced some bad, but I'll say that I was equipped intelligently with understanding that some people won't show up the way you want them to and others will. But if I had continued to go with the mindset that everybody was bad, I wouldn't have known what friendship and love and connections feel like. Why am I sharing this for you or to you? Why am I telling you this? Why am I going on a deep dive with this conversation? It's because many of us have traumas, triggers. We have circumstances, situations that have been a part of our life that pulls us away from being attached to other people. And though in some ways it's a honor of protection that we don't walk into something that will hurt us more on top of the things that we haven't dealt with, we are dishonoring our growth and our capacity to love people and our capacity to be broad in the understanding that all people are not the same. I know that your heart is hurt many times from the untrusting. You feel as if you don't have the space to allow someone to come in and you don't even think that you can operate on the level of trust, but trust me, you can. I think many times with the intelligence of knowing and understanding, as we all do, that things in the past kind of make up who we are and how we are actionable within ourselves and our relationship with people. But you also have to understand that after a while that can no longer be an excuse and that you have to take accountability for the way in which you show up for yourself and other people. Because the lack of accountability means that you're stuck in your ways and you don't want to learn. And the interesting thing about not wanting to learn and not wanting to do anything different means that you are purposely being ignorant. There's always an option. There's always something different that you can do. There is always a space differently that you can walk in and see the beauty on the outside. But sometimes when we are stuck into spaces where we feel like we don't know how to navigate and therefore we don't want to do it, right? We don't grow. We don't experience life and we don't experience the true realness of people and friendships. I wanted to share that because many people feel broken to the point where their heart has been trampled over and labored and even the small ounce or corner that is available to be loved and be nurtured, to be honed into and to be restored. We don't want to give that part up. And when it comes to our heart, even when you think you only have a corner, an area that is reserved that you want to take in for yourself and you want to protect 
you also want someone to come in and to take it in and love and nurture and be there and restore it. Sometimes the way in which we suffer is from our own doing because we don't want to undo what it is that we experience. And I know it's hard. It's a step-by-step process. But if you just give it a little bit of an opening, and I think two experiences allow us to recall what whatever happened beforehand so that we don't make the same mistakes again. Many times people show you who they are. And if it coincides with the experiences that you had with someone else, you can always pull back. You don't have to proceed. And then there are other times when people fool us into thinking that they are one way when they aren't. And then the next thing you know, our hearts are there And we are all the way in and that's where the hurt comes in. But I still want to remind you that everybody is not difficult. They are not this way. They are not the same in that the reality of your hurt is real. But the essence of your soul is realer. And we all want someone to love us back. We all want connections. We all want a form of agreeance with someone. We want fun, excitement. We want someone who we can just be level with and talk to and talk through things. We all want that. No one is made and created to be by themselves. That is not what we do. This was just a thought because it surfaced just because of a feather. (laughs) It's amazing that um, the occurrences in our lives breed thoughts that are just good for the soul because it recalls things that we've left so dormant for so long. I appreciate you listening. I appreciate you being here. Of course, as always, if you want to support the podcast, there is a informational below, right? You can click on that. You can donate, um, subscribe, uh, do a subscription month to month, or you can go to lisamarie.info and you can give donation of a dollar two three four five it don't matter it doesn't matter whatever your heart tells you to do i am thankful for you i'm thankful for your ears i am thankful for you being receptive i am thankful for you listening i am thankful for this space i am thankful that we share it i am thankful for each and every person who has poured graciously in my life And don't forget, email is openseasondialogue at gmail.com. If you have a topic recommendation, um, please shoot me some information. And if there's something that um, you have a situation and you want me to talk about on the podcast, you know I'm down. Of course, it's anonymous. And um, if you haven't already... Please, 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 please subscribe to my YouTube channel, y'all. I be doing YouTube videos. And of course, um, subscribe on or follow me on Instagram and TikTok, season underscore dialogue. All right, y'all. I'm gone. I love you. I love you, love you. All right, bye-bye.